A visit to the Emerald Isle and the changing face of Ireland. Coming up in Tea for Two, a mother-daughter brew with Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany on Star Style. Be the star you are. Make the journey, take the risk, ask for what you need. Ask for what you Turn setbacks into Guys, have you ever been confused in the area of dating and relationships? Have you ever tried to apply dating and relationship tips you've read in newspapers or seen on talk shows only to find out they don't work? Are you sick of men bashing in today's society? We have a show just for you. Doc Love has immersed himself in the study of women and has been featured in major media outlets such as Time and Fox. Finally, a man-friendly show with coaching that actually works. Don't miss the Doc Love Show, Understanding Women for Men Only, Sunday mornings on World Talk Radio. Hi, this is Guy Finley, host of Letting Go with Guy Finley. Have you ever wondered what does it take to live without painful worries and those old resentments? Well, in this life, we are unable to forget whatever remains unforgiven. So if we won't let go of some pain whose time has now passed, then who is to blame for the weight of this burden that's still being carried on our back? We can do so much better once we understand how these old states of bitterness and fear and worry betray us, even as they convince us to carry them along with us. Join me this Thursday right here on worldtalkradio.com at 9 a.m. Pacific time as you and I explore the most important topics of our lives. We'll discuss stress, peace, happiness, relationships, what real success is, and even more. That's Letting Go with Guy Finley right here on WorldTalkRadio.com, where the world comes to talk. You're listening to World Talk Radio, where the world comes to talk. To reach a show host or guest during the live show, dial toll-free in North America, 866-613-1612. Or, if outside the USA and Canada, dial 001-858-268-3068. Partners and welcome to Radio's finest hour of power, Star Style. Be the star you are. A program of positive book talk with authors and experts to help you excel in life. My name is Cynthia Bryan, and I'm Heather Brittany. We are delighted to be your personal growth success coaches right here on the airwaves with you every week. So get ready to pump that energy, love, learn, laugh, listen, and live your dreams through books and media because we are a show about following your heart, doing what you love. Bubbling with enthusiasm, of course, we call it Champagne for the Spirit. So the Miracle mm-hmm. Moment for today is brought to you by Star Style Productions, coaching you to be the star of your own life. For more information on getting your private consultation session, call 925-377-7827 or visit the website star-style.com. And this is by radio and TV personality Art Linkletter. And the Miracle Moment is things turn out best for the people who make the best of the way things turn out. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> we have a fabulous show for you today, as we always do. Our first segment, we're going to be, stu- be discussing the beautiful island of Ireland. I was just mm-hmm. there recently speaking and lecturing, and the changes that have been made in the past 25 years. And for the rest of the hour, we're going to be taking a little bit of detour from our normal shows, and we're actually going to be talking with the authors of two very exciting new thrillers, uh, 
fiction novels in segment two, Falling Roses with Rosemarie Pimonte, followed by John Dedekis' novel, Fast Track, and you're in for an hour of fun, of mystery, of romance, and of discovery. Our purpose in providing you this radio show is to communicate to you that you already possess everything you need to be the writer, the producer, the director, and the star of your own life. And we have three rules. Heather, give them the rules. Most definitely, we want you to smile, have fun, and be willing to take that chance to be wild and crazy. Absolutely. And, of course, we want you to get reading some books. When I was just in Ireland, oh, my gosh, my books were just flying out the, out the door. Uh, the books are Be the Star You Are, which was a favorite over there, 99 Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, and Learning to Make a Difference, Chicken Soup for the Gardener Soul, Miracle Moments, and The Business of Show Business. Uh, this show is brought to you by the charity Be the Star You Are, which empowers women, families, and youth at risk. And for more information, visit the charity BeTheStarYouAre.org. Well, as I started saying um, earlier, I am just returning from two weeks in Ireland. It was a whirlwind trip. It was like the Be the Star You Are tour uh-huh. because what I realized is four of the stops were all characters and chapters from the book Be the Star You Are. And my first stop was in New York, and that was um, I met with Simone Levinson. She and Mark Levinson, who Heather knows well, he mm-hmm. is working on the new movie uh, Goya's Ghost in France. But they're the Ooh. chapters book, The Gift of Opportunity. From New York, I was in England where I was there for the Queen's 80th birthday, and I'm telling you, we think America is fast-paced and crowded. Heather, it was nothing like here. It was zoom, zoom, zoom. I know. I'm so curious. I want to hear about the weather, the food, what you saw. I just received the most beautiful postcard. uh, When I was in London, it was uh, New York was warm, probably 78, something like that. London was warm, probably in the 80s. And for me, being a California girl, I was in heaven. I loved it. But people were walking around just dying of the heat. And, of course, I did feel sorry for the changing of the guards. Those uh, <laughs> the men that they wear, you know, those big caps are the are the bear mm-hmm. caps. They're made from bear skin, and their oh uniforms are pure wool. And so for them, they were really sweltering. But L- London was absolutely packed. I mean, it, you didn't want to take a bus or anything around. I walked, and it, I was still with thousands of people. Taking the subway was, you know, it's called the tube. With thousands of people. It was just wall to wall people. I thought I was in China. But then I got to Ireland, to Limerick, Ireland, where I, the last time I was in Ireland was in 19... Limerick. Now, does that get the name for when people write Limericks? Is that what it's named after? Yes, exactly. The, the city of Limerick, um, that is, it's a city in the south. It's in the county of Limerick, and uh, that's where the, um, the fabled Limericks have come from. In fact, uh, there's King John's Castle, and if you go through the, the little... The King's John Castle is right there on the River Shannon. And if you walk down the pathway through what's like the old town, there is a big plaque on the wall from the poets who used to write the limericks. And, of course, we always think of, you know, rather rather naughty limericks. (laughs) We're always really good limericks. And I was in Limerick, though, to, um, to speak at the Jubilee, the 40th Jubilee of a good friend, Father Pat McGrath, 
who had, went back to Ireland in 1998 but spent 35 years here as a priest in California, and together he and I had worked doing a lot of stuff. Ireland has changed so much since I was there in 1972. In 1972, a traffic jam was sheep on the road with a shepherd. <laughs> These days, it is just as crowded as America. In fact, if I shut my eyes, if somebody blindfolded me and dropped me in Limerick or in Dublin, I would say that I was in the United States. Other now, than you hear, you know, a bit of the Irish lilt, it is very multicultural now. Ireland is no longer a land where the Irish are immigrating to America. Now people are going back to Ireland, and there are people from all over the world there. So wonderful. what that means is there's a lot of different languages being spoken. The which is fantastic. Cultural that. diversity is wonderful, which actually makes me being you know, the culinary and foodie person I am. I'm so curious to know about what the food was like. And also, I know Ireland, or at least the Irish, are so associated with beer and drinking. I want to know, you know, if uh, you had any good Irish beers or if that's just kind of a fallacy of an American I beer. did. Well, before I go into that, I just want to tell you what, uh, what a great time it was. Because um, not only did I have the privilege of speaking, I was a keynote, keynote speaker and uh, spoke to an audience of about 12. A lot of applause. Congratulations. And then another 200 the same day, but was interviewed by three newspapers, was on the front page of the newspaper, the mayor of Limerick, wow. a special celebration in my honor of being there, <laughs> gave me the key to the city. Oh, uh, my God. Really, it was so exciting. And I want to say hello to all the people in Ireland and Limerick who are li listening to our show now. We were on the radio on 95.6 FM, which is the very hip young station there. As well, I, as I spent two hours doing an interview on uh, Radio Limerick One, which is the really popular talk show radio in Limerick. And so that was really, that was really terrific. Um, but getting to the food, which you asked, Yes, people are still drinking a lot in Ireland. In fact, there's a teen drinking problem still there. Drugs are high and suicide is high there. Really? The food has changed a lot since before. It's no longer just boiled potatoes and, and what we would call corned beef, you know, and uh, cabbage. Now they mm -hmm. have just really elegant food. Heather, you would, would be astonished. And some of the best food I had was at Temple Spa. I was also the guest lecturer. I was an enrichment lecturer at Temple Spa, which is a, a little is uh, east, about two hours east of Dublin on the Galway Road. This mm -hmm. spa rivals any spa that you and I have spoke to in the wow. United States. And you know that we have been to some fabulous, so amazing places. It was astonishing, and the chefs there were so amazing. They served wine with dinner, and what they did through my lectures, uh, which I loved because I had requested it and they did it, they served champagne and chocolates. At the All table. right. These the people know how to marry. <laughs> That's the way to go, right? And then one night they invited the uh, women from the local town to arrive, and they had the chef made these homemade canopies, uh, canapes, I guess you call them, as well as serving the champagne and chocolate. And so there were hundreds of very happy, happy attendees. But lots of fish, lots of great fish, loads of vegetables, 
lots of salads, which I don't remember from the past, lots of fresh fruit, <laughs> and, of course, great beers, and not just Guinness. You know, they have a lot of other, other things that were good there uh, as well. But what, the new thing to me was that how everybody was drinking wine. Really? Now, do, do they grow, are there any vineyards in Ireland? No, no, no. It's, it's all in imports. The weather is very strange there. In fact, one day it would be sunny, the next day it would be rainy. In fact, in one day it could be sunny, rainy, windy, you know, cold, all of that. What's really fun, though, in Ireland is there's lots of old castles, and mm-hmm. I was able to go to the castle from a religious standpoint. And enjoyed, and you know what they so-called called an authentic feast, <laughs> where the people were dressed in costumes from oh, the time of the Middle Ages and sang, sang old uh, songs and played on their harp, and it was just a very, very, very now, fun time. Now I know you're Father McGrath, who is a priest. So did you see? Um, I just remember when we went to Montreal, how they had, they put such devotion into their churches and the, the structures of those, are there really elegant and elaborate churches? Well, this is, that's such a great question, Heather, because what's really fascinating about this is that Ireland was always um, a very religious Catholic country, although yes, other religions yes. are tolerated, almost everybody is Catholic, and the churches were filled, and the churches are beautiful. Uh, the church where I spoke was uh, St. Munchen's, which, and St. Munchen was the, uh, was the patron saint of Limerick. But mm-hmm. what's interesting is nobody's going to church anymore. As really? Today. And now, do you think that's just kind of how, uh, maybe in a sense, they, uh, they're starting to, to mock, to uh, resemble kind of like the Western you're, culture. You're right. Here what's in America, is our religion used to be very wealthy, big, and now it's kind of almost outcasted. Yes, it used to be a poor country, and now it is extremely wealthy. The standard of living is extremely high, and uh, people are uh, living in great big, huge McMansions, as I call them, along the roads. It's, it's really interesting. I, I said to I, um, uh, Declan Fagan, who was the director of Temple Spa in County Meath, Ireland doesn't seem as green to me as it was before, and he said, oh, it's your mind playing tricks. And what I realized is, is that there's so much more development now. There's so much urban. You spot. don't see the big expanses of greens, and they've cut down some of the hedges I and think that's that kind so, of thing. That's so fascinating to me. It almost brings me to a topic I could really see us having for another tea for two. Is that it seems that more impoverished uh, civilizations or nations are very devoted to a religious figure because it establishes that sense of hope that. You know, they may be struggling while they're here, but it gives them that hope of the afterlife. Well, we can definitely do another show uh, about that. That would be an interesting idea. And I was going to say regarding... However, what I think is going on a lot with Ireland is that um, so many people have become disillusioned with all the issues surrounding Catholic priests and the sexual abuse and pedophilia and all that that went on and uh, the abuse of seminarians that people quit going to church. Now, at the event for Father... He, he is so beloved back there. He is such a star that about 1,250 people showed up for this celebration. Oh, they my God. Up and they packed the church and were standing room only. So that was really, you know, very, very, um, very exciting to see. But then again, I went to church in uh, Dublin. And my longtime pen pal, uh, Nora Daly, flew oh, from, yes. la- now lives in Norway. She joined me as my guest at Temple Spa. Now, how far is Norway from Ireland? It's about a two-hour flight, so however many miles that would be, I don't know, maybe a 1,000 miles or something, 800 miles. 
In any case, we had a fabulous time. It was like we had never been apart. Of and course. then I went to visit her family, which I call my Irish family, and they all came to see me in Dublin. And I hadn't seen any of them since we were all kids. And, oh, my gosh, we laughed so much, and we stayed in her mom's house. And then I met with my first-grade teacher, Sister Mary Germain, and we went to the local church there that was half A woman that inspired you to be a nun, and then why? Exactly. I was going to be a nun. I was going to be a nun. And then I went to Ireland, and, you know, I met with Nora, and I met with Sister Germain, and I was convinced it wasn't going to be the right life for me. But in any case, Ireland is, um, is probably just like being in California today. The young people are really hip. The clothes are the same. Uh, the belts that I bought in San Diego, everybody is wearing in Ireland. It was, it was just amazing. It was so, such a different experience. Such, you know, such a different experience. Yeah. Um, was it still, and was it something you still high recommend in the sense, you know, when people say you need to get cultured and travel the world? Or I think absolutely. I mean, obviously, so Ireland much of, has, of has a lot to offer. Uh, what I found so different is that what I found charming before is you'd be driving on the roads and you'd see the tinkers. It, that's not there anymore, you know. And mm -hmm. so the tinkers are the tr and now they're called travelers, and they were the gypsies with the horse caravans and all of that. Now, you know, the authenticity that so that of Ireland is. But anyway, we have to wrap this one up, so we'll have to talk about it again some more. And let's right. definitely do a show about religion. Why don't you give out your website so people we can find out uh, more? We about would love you. This would love for you to check it out. Um, the Carmi Clutches, which are sold on our Stelladone.com, which is S T E L L A. D-O-N-N-E dot com is also becoming a big sensation in Ireland. So rather if you're in America or all the way over there, please check us out for more information about the clutches or about Miss Cynthia Bryant's fantastic travels. That's absolutely right. Uh, the Carmody clutches are now exclusively carried by Lady Style in a, a city called Hospital in Limerick, and they're they're on the television showcasing their clothes. I did a modeling job for them. It was Okay, well, Heather, great job, and we'll talk soon. And when we come back, we're going to have some mystery and fun. Stay with us. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan. And Heather Whitney. On Star Style. Be the star you are. Stay tuned. that voice keeps calling you, the choice is in your heart, then this business, I sure believe. 